This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hany Balqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, today is a Thursday the 30th of June. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm very excited to see what we have in store for today because we have a jam-packed show. First of all, we are going to be talking about UAE's first hospital in the metaverse that will be launching this October. Yes, indeed. This is definitely big news when it comes to tech news right here in the UAE. Coming up on today's show as well, another headline that has definitely been getting everyone very excited for the future of mobility is Sharjah actually having its very own first electric vehicle. This news has been exciting everyone who has been interested in getting an electric vehicle. What is it all about? What does it look like? What does the future right here in the heart of Sharjah looks like? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a bit. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, we have a live in-studio interview with Sheikha Al-Mazmi. And ladies and gentlemen, she is coming from Soy Lab. And we're getting a lot of, you know, people from Soy Lab. And I love Soy Lab. Uh, last time Omni and I did interview, uh, you know. Malek Slayman. Yes, and it was an amazing interview. And I'm really excited for today's interview. And you should be too. Because, Omni, what are we talking about? Because today we're going to be talking all about growing our very own farm in any small space you could possibly think of. If you love cherry tomatoes, strawberries, any type of fruit or vegetable, and you've always dreamt of having your very own pro own produce mm-hmm. at your home today we're talking about the hydroponic uh, vertical farm it's a new type of technology that has been implemented uh, in the past few years and it's been deeming to be successful for a lot of people and she's going to be giving us a little bit of a quick how to how can we grow our very own vertical farm what do we need how can we even track the growth of our very own produce through a simple app that she has created so it's definitely a segment that everyone should be tuning into if they want to grow their own produce yes an app drama has come to fruition one more time as the ffc commissioner does call for apple and google to ban TikTok. What is that all about? We got a lot of drama, and then we got on how you can grow your own produce and crops. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot going on today's show. You do not want to miss out. And hopefully, we will be giving you guys good dreams and not bad dreams <laughs> like Fozia. Keep it locked. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. The next time you think of going to the hospital, you may just want to weigh your options. Not only do we have many hospitals right here in the UAE, but we're also looking at the first hospital in the metaverse to become available. And this hospital is going to be one of a kind because we are looking at avatars of patients. We're looking at doctors that are also kind of like represented in the digital world and it's a whole new type of life that we are about to witness now a lot of people uh, know healthcare from Sambay group it's a well-known hospital right here in the uae and they're actually rolling out their very first hospital in the metaverse within the next few months yes and again ladies and gentlemen we are looking at you know healthcare from Sambay hospital or Sambay group and how they'll roll out the UAE's first hospital in the metaverse. And, you know, uh, we do know that Thumbay Group does have hospitals all across the UAE. And now we are looking at the UAE's public and private sectors and how they are seeing massive adaptation of the metaverse. And recently, Dubai actually hosted the world's first wedding in the metaverse. And Omni and I did talk about it 
on the show as well. Now, this healthcare firm has, you know, or the UA Healthcare has hired this firm to train all of its doctors on how to deal with patients in the metaverse. Now, with regards, obviously, we will be seeing fees and the decision has not yet been made, but will most likely be in line with the teleconsultation fees charged by the healthcare operator. Now, we do know that metaverse is a form and a way of telemedicine as well. And for those who don't know what telemedicine is, it's basically, let's say, Omnia is doctor. Mm -hmm. Hi, Dr. Omnia. <laughs> Dr. Omnia and I are living in two different countries, but mm. Dr. Omnia is uh, you know very specialized in a certain category and i need her specialization so i will call dr omnia whether it's zoom phone call whatever and i will tell her whatever i'm feeling she will give me a diagnosis through the phone through the zoom call whatever it is and that is telemedicine and then she will give me a prescription and then from there on then i save myself from a doctor's appointment or going to the doctors if I don't feel well enough. And at the same time, I got the specialization from Dr. Omnia. It's a win-win situation, prescription in hand. I go to the pharmacy, there it is. And we are looking at the same concept going to be done in the metaverse, but with our real life avatars. Exactly. And what's interesting is that they're also embedding different types of artificial intelligence, where the minute you enter the hospital or the virtual hospital, they'll be able to detect the patient's car number plate and then his face or her face once they enter the hospital. Now, AR and VR tech are also making an appearance when it comes to the future of healthcare as we are looking at long-term care patients who are bedridden and paralyzed in hospitals for six months or even more being able to use AR and VR headsets mm -hmm. so they can see their loved ones back at home and what an amazing innovation this is because a lot of people tend to resort to long-term care at hospitals especially those who are sick with terminal illnesses and let's say you've got someone um, who's been you know at the hospital for quite a long time they've been paralyzed let's say uh, after a car accident god forbid all of their sensory emotions are gone but only his brain is functioning this way they can actually experience and virtually visit their hometown get to talk to their loved ones even though they are bedridden at the hospital so it's definitely giving hope to a lot of patients and we've always heard and known that mental health and making sure that is in check when you're mm -hmm. physically bedridden or just physically ill is definitely a great way to kind of speed up your uh, recovery yes mental health is very important regardless if you're sick or not always take care of your mental health but ladies and gentlemen, 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. We did say earlier in the show that, uh, you know, the FCC commissioner is planning to ban TikTok uh, or he's asking Google and Apple to ban TikTok. And we did tell you guys to text in your thoughts. And we want to give a big shout out to Mimi, who does say that TikTok, if it gets banned, she will be very, very sad. <laughs> 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you guys thinking. We are taking a short break and going all the way to Liar by Camilla Cabello. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. Today is such a good day when it comes to tech news happening right here in the Emirates. We're talking all about the very first electric vehicle to officially be one of the first to be launched right here in Sharjah. We're talking all about Lightyear, which is basically a Dutch startup. They've launched the world's first long-range production ready solar electric vehicle three weeks ago. And they're going to be opening testing facilities right here in Sharjah, the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park. Yes, and you know, they picked the perfect spot as, you know, the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park is the perfect spot to test such, uh, you know, facilities. Now, they did sign a memorandum of understanding, and it was by the two sides to create Lightyear's first international presence outside 
of their home, the Netherlands. Now, this does reflect the growing international importance of Sharjah in enabling development of sustainable mobility solutions through the park, which is the SRTI park. Now, the two parties will actually collaborate on a range of activities, and that will include setting up testing facilities and sales and service partnerships across the region. Now, in addition to all of that, Lightyear and the park will boost university research exchange programs on solar-powered EVs and work on policy initiatives to support governments in creating incentives for EVs and including solar extended EVs. Now, the SRTI park is not only very, very, very advanced, but the location of the park in University City in Sharjah, where you have the American University of City of, you have the American University of Sharjah, you have the University of Sharjah, you have the Higher College of Technology colleges uh, in Sharjah as well. You have so many colleges and universities in Sharjah that doing the research right there and then, you will get so much feedback for the tests that it will be astronomical. Yes, indeed. And it's definitely such a great achievement to look at such an innovative company in the EV industry choosing Sharjah as its main hub. Now, production of this electric vehicle is expected to start in the fall and the first batch of cars is going to be developed and delivered to customers in Europe in November. Now, test drives are set to begin very, very soon. And that's going to be exciting getting to getting to drive mm -hmm. an electric vehicle from Lightyear right here in Sharjah. Yes, and only this is not the first time where we've seen EVs be tested near the University City of Sharjah and near the SRTI Park, as we do know that we did see electric shuttles that mm -hmm. were going and taking schools, or sorry, taking uh, students from schools and university within the area and within the district of University City. And we do know that our very good friend, uh, <laughs> Mr. Hussein Al-Mahmoudi, uh, who is the CEO of SRTI Park, and he has been a very welcome guest on our show. We have done, I believe, four or five interviews yes. with him, and you guys can see those on our SoundCloud. And, uh, you know, Mr. Hussein Al-Mahmoudi is always doing great and big things for Sharjah and for the park. Absolutely. We're also looking at Sharjah helping the UAE reach its big goal when it comes to becoming UAE net zero by the year 2050. It's a strategic initiative that the UAE is embarking on to help minimize the carbon footprint in different Emirates. So we'd love to hear your thoughts about this. 4215, let us know, do you have an electric vehicle? What are your thoughts about electric vehicles? I know a lot of people have been considering getting one ever since We've seen the rise in gas prices, um, and we would love to hear your thoughts on that, too. Yes. We'll be taking a very short break, but when we come back, we are going to be heading on to a very interesting conversation all about hydroponics and vertical farming with a very smart guest. Fi stay tuned to find out exactly who we'll be talking to. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Today, we're going back to our roots. And when we talk about roots, we're definitely talking all about plants. Now, there's a new type of farming that a lot of people may have not heard of, but it's actually known as magic farming or hydroponic farming. Now, for those of you who love to grow their very own produce, but sadly live in an apartment or just don't have that amazing natural space that they can go ahead and grow their very own fruits and vegetables we are coming to you today with a very very smart innovation it is basically a soilless farm as you may call it um, where you can grow your very own fruits and vegetables joining us today is a student at soil lab at the Sharjah research technology and innovation park Sheikha Suleiman al-mazmi she is currently working on her very own project that is a hydroponic vertical farm thanks a lot for joining us thank you 
Thank you, and welcome to the show, Sheikh. Uh, obviously, uh, we want to know, what is a hydroponic vertical farm? So as Amnia just introduced the topic, uh, hydroponic is basically growing your plant in a soilless media mm -hmm. uh, with the addition of water mm -hmm. to supply the nutrients yes. and uh, the fertilizers. And you could use other uh, medias like vermiculite, perlite to like just support the root system. Mm -hmm. It's really simple like system. I like it. I like the system. Now, what are the benefits of growing, you know, on the hydroponic uh, vertical farm? So since people who have no space, they could use it uh, in their apartment. Uh, basically, uh, the benefits are it's off season. Mm -hmm. So you could grow any type of vegetables, any type of uh, herb plants like uh, mint. Mm -hmm. And uh, since it's off season plant and in water, it's like a closed cycle. Mm. So there is no waste. You don't have any waste mm -hmm. of like mm -hmm. plant or water waste and what else to add so so like i can you know right now grow strawberries in my apartment sure you could grow mm -hmm. all right because i'm tired of waiting <laughs> for the season you could grow also flowers if you want to i'm flowers, working yeah. on that yeah oh that's gonna be nice so yeah. like your very own truly garden so I mean. now i'll have a bouquet of uh, flowers <laughs> for mother's day instead yes. of going and getting them uh, one interesting question that a lot of people may be wondering what are the basic needs to create your vertical farm just like you've mentioned you know the concept of it is that there is no soil but what do you use to replace that aspect so basically you could use only water mm -hmm. like you could use only water with a nutrient since we are not uh, mm -hmm. using soil the soil have or the minerals but since we are using only water so you just add your fertilizers in the water so the plant will easily take it it will not like look for the nutrients mm -hmm. and you could use other material as i mentioned like perlite a very mm -hmm. like small white uh, media mm -hmm. also for like uh, the root anchor mm -hmm. and yeah there's a lot of medias mm. to use not only like soil outside you could use other medias not the soil inside with the water mm -hmm. that's amazing yeah. And, and yeah and how long have you been working on this project so since since which i think in in february mm -hmm. yeah until now but i didn't like go deep you're still like in the in the, the early stages, yeah, yeah. the early stages. But I mean, for the early stages, you're doing, you, you guys are doing great so far. And uh, again, I love the concept of you know just growing at home, and uh, you know being it's kind of like a child and a baby. You know, I see, yes. Yes. <laughs> I see these plant moms on TikTok yes. all the time, and you know, I want to be a plant dad. Sure, why not? It's true. I mean, honestly, being able to grow your own produce and having it in the comfort of your own home, having access to fresh vegetables and fruits mm -hmm. that you know how you've grown them is always yeah. irreplaceable to anything that you could buy from the market. And the concept of no herbicides or other like harmful material like you sure that I grow this and it's like good to eat for my children and other like people around me. No True. more pesticides. Yes. Yeah. Ladies exactly. and gentlemen, 4215 we are taking a short break but the conversation does not end. We're jumping to the sports news but keep it locked right here on Pulse95. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Nowadays, if you are worried about the use of pesticides when you are choosing your fruits and vegetables from the grocery store, you don't need to go and head to the organic section anymore when you can grow your very own fruits and vegetables from the comfort of your own home, even if you live in an apartment. Today, we're talking all about the magic of farming in specifically hydroponics vertical farms. Joining us today is a student at Soil Lab at Charger Research Technology and Innovation Park, Sheikha Suleiman Al-Mazmi. She is currently working on a project known as 
Hayag, I hope yeah, uh, I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's basically a hydroponic vertical farm that could be used in indoors and outdoor spaces to grow your very own edible plants. Thanks a lot for joining us, Sheikha. Right before the break, you were telling us all about what we could need to be able to grow our very own vertical farm. But my question to you is what types of fruits and vegetables can you grow in a vertical farm? So we could grow, as I mentioned, off-season uh, crops and more often they leafy vegetables like mint, barley, uh, sorry, barley. <laughs> and uh, like I'm working on growing some flowers and also fruit, but in the early stage, like the seedling stage. Nice. Can you grow cherry tomatoes? <laughs> yeah. This yeah. Is, yeah, for sure, yes. <laughs> Fun fact, Sheikha, she's addicted to cherry tomatoes. I probably oh, eat a bag <laughs> every day. Right? Like, you know, we eat, let's say, chips or sunflower yes. seeds. Omnia will watch Netflix and eat cherry tomatoes. You'll find me driving often with a bag of cherry tomatoes. I've right seen it, actually. <laughs> so, Sheikha, what is your favorite thing to grow? For me, herbs. Herbs. Like mm. different type of herbs. I like the smell, the taste of all of them. They look all green, but like different tastes, different shades of leaves. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you have your mint and tea with your own homemade mint. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I like that. So I want to know how the farm, you know, the, where does the energy come from for the farm? So basically we have two types of energy, the solar energy, mm -hmm. which is more sustainable, and the LED lights for like people, in the apartment, they could use the LED light to like mm -hmm. operate their like the hayak. Mm -hmm. And for the people who have outdoor spaces like kitchens, mm -hmm. like in an outdoor space, they could like uh, operate it with the solar energy directly. Mm -hmm. Now, Sheikha, how big can I go? How big you can, can I grow a watermelon? Mm. You could <laughs> grow watermelon and then just transfer your seed if you live an outdoor yeah. <laughs> space in the ground because watermelon like a very big like giant. Yeah, you mm. know Arab dads, they love their <laughs> watermelons. So I think soon you and I, Sheikha, we're going to have a conversation on how to make my dad grow his watermelons because I'm tired of him sure. slapping <laughs> slap the, you know, the watermelon. Let's talk a little bit about monitoring. Now, if Hani wants to you know, fulfill his dream of creating mm -hmm. a watermelon farm. My dad's dream. Your dad's dream. Yes. Um, we would want to know if it's fully grown or not before we go ahead and pluck it. So what are your thoughts on the ability to monitor the growth of any crop when using a vertical farm? What can we use? So basically, since the, the micro farm is connected to an application, this is, this is like the first thing. I want to teach people how to grow, not just like go ahead and like grow so basically using the application Hayag application it will teach you how to grow mm -hmm. all the basic needs and like it will be with you step by step from like the early stages from the seed stage until like the harvesting stage you will be like uh, um, having like alert and some like notification for like okay like your watermelon now needs some water so you just Ooh. have to supply some water <laughs> and like your watermelon need it's like a baby you have to feed it like I, I feel like I'm going back to the I don't know if you've ever played this game but there Farmville? used to be yes <laughs> yes and you had to water your crops yeah. pluck them in the right time before they wither away so I feel like we're going back in time now <laughs> yeah real life Farmville and you know uh, Farmville for ladies and gentlemen for those who don't know was a uh, mini game on Facebook that took a lot of my time uh, <laughs> Sheikha did you have uh, a farm on Farmville Nope. Uh, <laughs> I have in a real life. Yeah, yeah she, she has, she's better she than us. For the real she's world. better than us. We're so, sorry, Sheikha. You know, we're, we're not on your level right now. Hopefully, after this interview, 
we will understand and know how to make our, sorry, grow our own crops. Yes, indeed. We'll be taking a very short break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking all about the inspiration behind this project, as well as if we are worried about knowing exactly how to grow a farm, what can we do to kind of calm our worries down? Keep us 25 locked. We'll be right back. We've got, got it covered. Interesting to know. Thoughts worth sharing. More than 50 years of work by the prolific Lebanese artist Arif Reyes is currently on display at the Sharjah Art Museum. The exhibition includes a wide range of painting, drawings, sculpture and collage that together reveal the rich artistic practice of this talented Arab modernist. An avid traveler, Reyes's art often reflects the places and times in which he has lived and worked. From the early influences of his years spent between Lebanon and Senegal, his travels and studies through Europe and the United States, through his return to the Arab world, the artist captured the essence of the world around him. The impressive exhibition will be displayed at Sharjah Art Museum until August 7th. Interesting to know. Thoughts worth sharing. Check this out. Check this out. Statistics show that by the year 2050, we will need to increase food production by about 70% just so that we can meet the caloric need of the global population, which we're looking at about 9.8 billion people. Now, Oof. by the year 2050, the chances of us actually hitting that goal if we do not develop different types of innovation and technology is actually quite low and the chances of the world starving mm -hmm. are actually quite high. And so one way to try and help us kind of maneuver through this surplus in world population and our need for food is by relying on hydroponic farming, which as we've been talking throughout this episode, it is one of the most recent ways of changing up the world of agriculture. It's all about being able to grow your very own produce indoor or outdoor without relying on soil and rather focusing on other uh, forms of material. Joining us today is the student at Soil Lab at Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park, Sheikha Suleiman Al-Mazmi. Thanks a lot once again for joining us today. Okay. It's been great having you on the show, Sheikha. But just like Omni did mention, you know, talking about the future, and this is Future Talk. Tell us the future of hydroponics and the farms. Okay, since the population is growing by like 9.1 billion, like in the next few years, mm -hmm. um, people will shift from the alternative, uh, sorry, from the traditional farming, which is like horizontally, which mm -hmm. take a lot of space, a lot of wa water are getting waste, into the hydroponics which is um, the way you could grow off-season plants and uh, yeah mm. and being able to just kind of s be self-sufficient when it yeah. comes to growing our it's own like crops. the alternative farming technology for um, sustaining the environment and also for the food security mm -hmm. and water security aspects mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. true and a lot of people you know I mm -hmm. don't know if you've heard of it but like I know in the US a lot of people kind of rely heavily on food storage they buy canned food and they make sure that they have big access to that mm -hmm. in their very own home so instead of relying on that you can also create your very own sure. farm and sustain that for your children the little ones yeah and add to your point Omnia as you know we've seen you know things that are happening in Europe right now there was a big food shortage that was true. going on and I do 
believe uh, wheat was, um, you know, there was a food shortage on wheat and a lot of other produce and products. And a lot of countries and governments depend on other countries to get these imports and exports of food. But if we have these hydroponic farms that just like, you know, Sheikha mentioned, it doesn't matter what climate you're in, doesn't matter what country you're in. uh, Maybe these big governments can do it on a huge and wider scale. Thus, we don't have to depend on country X, Y and Z. We could just produce locally production without the need of like export and import. Absolutely. Now, behind every invention, there's always a story on why we created it. What is the inspiration behind this project of yours, Sheikha? So my inspiration is the young generation. I really want to let them know that we are capable and able to to invent, to grow, to experience new things. Always stay curious, mm-hmm. look around you, and just uh, try out new things. That's mm-hmm. amazing. And what are your goals? Where do you see yourself in the future when it does come to you and the farm? To me and the farm. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you hope to achieve? I really hope to to launch this pro uh, the, the this project Hayag mm-hmm. the the product itself and also uh, the the application and see how I am helping even I'm at home but I'm helping like the young generation also the old generation mm-hmm. that they are growing that they are really like um, uh, getting the benefit of using this app to really mm-hmm. grow and have a real like a flower bouquet or like uh, a salad using mm. this like oven product yeah. i like it when should we expect it to be launched hopefully soon <laughs> hopefully soon yeah final question Sheikha. what advice would you give to the young children the under under 18 under 16 that you know like farming or like the concept of it what advice would you give them um stay curious and always try you will try and fail like 100 times but just keep on trying never give up just keep doing your thing you will just you will nail it eventually. One Words of wisdom from Sheikh Al Mazmi. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much, Sheikha, for joining us. Welcome. And I truly hope everyone listening will get home, start reading a little bit more about hydroponic farming. And you know, Hani has a dream of growing his very own. I want to be a plant dad, please. <laughs> I I've seen. You on that. Thank you, Sheikh. I've seen too many people on TikTok. I'm a plant father, plant mother, <laughs> and I feel left out. I'm only a cat, uh, dad cat, a yes, cat dad, a cat dad. <laughs> a cat dad. I want to become a plant father, a father plant. Uh, inshallah. Thank you so much, Sheikh. It was an honor having you on the show and, you know, opening our eyes to the hydroponic farms and how they operate. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in with us for this hour. We truly hope you've enjoyed this show just as much as we did. And we can't wait to be back with you on Monday, same time, same place. But until then, we are going to be opening the airwaves for the weekend and all the shows that will be hyping you up for the weekend as we have Yellow Home and uh, Eyes On coming up in just a bit. Yes, and we're going to leave you guys with the song by Rita Ora, How to Be Lonely, because obviously... It's a pandemic, <laughs> and we got to, you know, do our social distancing. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let us know your guys' thoughts. But we will see you Monday, same time, same place, only here on Pulse. 95.